Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks. We're, we're just, I'm telling you, it's beyond thankful uh, for each and every one of you who listen to us, who help make this podcast a reality, who are out there trying to study God's Word and learning from it and sharing it with other people. Invite somebody. Do that for us. And uh, folks, do us a favor. If you like this podcast, make sure you give us a five-star rating somewhere. That's a great help to us. If we can get 100 or so people to do that, people pay attention to this podcast. They'll come over and be part of it. If you don't like our podcast, give someone else a bad rating. But uh, if you like <laughs> us, give us the five-star one. And with me, as always, is my friend, Stephanie Wesco, uh, author of the Cheesecake Recipe. That's the recipe of the month uh, out there from December. We're going to throw another recipe out there for January coming soon. And I'm just not thinking which one I should share with them, Stephanie, among my, maybe my bread recipe again or something. I don't know. And uh, that seems like a good one. But Stephanie's with me. Stephanie, what's going on? Well, Doug, you know, recording this ahead kind of messes up my what's going on. Um, But what's going on currently is um, I'm excited to have family coming into town for New Year's. Um, We'll all be together for one day. And so um, that's just life when you have family living in multiple places and um, in the armed forces, you know, they've don't have a ton of time. And so it's just, it's, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. I'm, I currently have roasts in the oven at home that I will be shredding to make stroganoff um, for one night this week for everybody. So anyways, staying very busy, um, but enjoying um, this time that my kids aren't in school, that we can just spend time with our puppy and um, making good memories and all that fun stuff. And don't forget that puppy out back. You know? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's not a puppy. He's a mammoth. Yeah. So, but he's yours. One puppy weighs 10 pounds. The other one weighs a hundred to give, to give perspective. So one puppy's a little easier to play with than the other puppy. The other puppy just. Isn't that a microcosm of life? You know, <laughs> man, anyway, we must have the two extremes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm the big puppy in my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but anyway but i think i'm easier to play oh. with that's all i want to say yes you are yes wait i think emmy is not afraid of playing with you versus playing with thor <laughs> no i i think that's right yeah <laughs> so anyway folks we've been cranking along here in, in the book of proverbs and before we hop back into the 11th proverb i want to go back to stephanie and no actually it's my turn today where well, you might be a knucklehead and i just yeah. remembered that you know you might be a knucklehead if you're prideful and, and, mm-hmm. you know, here we are studying. I had another one written down, but I think we're going to make it uh, as we continue to look at Proverbs chapter 11, which is about humility, about standing upright. It's about integrity. It's about doing those nice things. I mean, I think it's very important that we do those things. And it, it's very important that we move forward in that area. And uh, 
So I think that's important. I think you might be a knucklehead. If you're still prideful, just study God's word, find some humility in there, be lowly. Lowly is a good word. Look up the biblical definition about that, and it's in the right place. It's the right place to go. And things you don't say or do to people with PTSD, I think this has been helpful. I've been getting some feedback from you folks. And one of the things, a lot of people who are cops or military uh, who have PTSD uh, always get this question, you know, how many people did you kill? And, uh, folks, that's not a question you should ever ask anybody. And, you know, that's, that's kind of up to them. And, you know, I, I don't think people talk about that. So please don't ask that question and, uh, don't be part of that and don't do that. And because it'll just, you know, it just freaks people out to hear that. So as we continue on, we just want to share those things that freak people out. Uh, so yeah. we don't do them. I mean, that's really, that's, that's the whole, and this thing, and we know people, Stephanie, there's more to it than that. We know people's buttons, don't we? Yeah. You, you know, yeah. uh, once you've known somebody for a short while, you know what their buttons are. You can, you Purposely. can make people mad. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You're a knucklehead. If you purposely push someone's buttons, yeah. knowing you're going to hurt them yeah. or knife in them and you do it anyway that is just that is just so evil just stop it you know i mean go find a golden retriever or something and get joy back <laughs> in your life i don't know and uh you know the, these this whole negative uh downer people they freak me out man you know yeah. uh don't be yeah. a fun sucker so my my kids went to school with a girl and they they used to call her fun sucker whatever her first name we'll say jane like jane doe but you know old fun sucker jane she was you know, sucking all our fun away and uh, don't be a fun sucker. Don't suck people's fun away. Don't be that person that you'd want to hang out with. You know, it's okay. You get to change. You can change right now. You know, you don't have to be a knucklehead. You don't have to be an idiot. It's okay. You know, it's okay to be on the other side. If somebody who's been on both sides, you don't have to, you know, you get to be a cool person. It's great being, I've been like a cool person for like 40 years. It's a pretty great place to be. And uh, so hang out there, man. It's pretty great, man. Be good to people, you know, drop off gift cards, hug people. You know, when you go to Starbucks, throw them a gift card, throw them a Christmas card. You know, I went up today, the guy's like, uh, hey, we know you ordered a grande, but, you know, here, we just wanted to go ahead and give you a vente, and we don't want to charge you for it. We just love you, Doug. Thanks. Don't leave a tip. That's what the guy told me at Starbucks. He said, don't leave a tip. Don't. Don't leave anything. Just go, Doug. You're one of our people. And, uh, you know, you're leaving us Christmas cards. You gave the person a $25 card. I gave him a Starbucks card, too. I wasn't very good at that. But anyway, and, uh, they probably get free coffee. But I just want to love people, man. The people who love me, I want to love them. You know, and we need to be that people. We need to be, instead of being a fun sucker, let's be a joy giver. And mm. uh, I think that's a good place to be in 2022. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's just my thought. I think we should be a joy giver, you know. Mm-hmm. And, Mm -hmm. uh, as we continue to change things around, Stephanie's been doing that instead of saying things not to say or do things to say or do is what she's kind of been doing lately. Just going in the opposite and, uh, pushing my buttons. No, I'm only joking. (laughs) (laughs) She can say whatever she wants. She's the co-host here, but here we are. There's no editing or anything going on. She's in Indiana. I can't give her a dirty look. We don't look at each other when we do this. And no, whenever we do that, I end up like, and there, it's worse. There's more laughing. So yeah, yeah. There is when we when we're together in the same physical location, it gets ugly. <laughs> we laugh, and uh, and Emmy comes in and visits us. Somehow we end up not doing it in the right places, but it's always fun doing it. 
you know, and uh, that was uh, the last time we did podcasts together. That's when Emmy snuck in and whispered in my ear that mommy's heating up spaghetti and putting fresh sauce on it, take it uh-huh. to the taco truck. Yeah. 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 Oh, can it, I share? I know, I know we're not getting to the scripture, but I need to share something from Christmas right. Day that will make everybody laugh. That or be mortified. I, me having six boys, it takes way more to mortify me than it used to. Um, but I got Emmeline this summer, right? When we were at the Creation Museum, I got her up. She loves to write and color and draw pictures. And so I got her this book that is made from, they take elephant poop and somehow they do whatever they do to make paper and they make it out of elephant poop. Okay. Um, In Africa. And it's this cute little notebook, whatever. And, Emmeline, she did thank me for everything, but she's sitting there when she's all done with her gifts and she's just looking through the blank pages of this notebook. And without even looking up, she just calmly and sweetly says as if she's saying, good morning, mom. She says, thanks for the elephant poop, mom. (laughs) And I will never forget that because I did a double take and I'm like, what'd you just say? She's like, thanks for the elephant poop. And then she proceeded to tell me she was going to share it with kids at church and tell them it was elephant poop and they weren't going to believe her. So I just want to say, you know, all of our freak flags have to wave at some point. They do. They're waving. They're waving. (laughs) I'm just, I just hope that uh, Emmeline likes the Lego Rapunzel thing. She does. I had a hard time finding that. She told me last year that's what she wanted. And you try to yeah. find one of those. Yeah, they're not easy, she man. Loved, oh, she, yeah, she made out like a bandit. It's the joy of being the youngest. Yeah, um, yeah. But, I think I spent yeah. more money on Daniel. It was all within like six bucks. Oh, I tried to, I know. literally made a limit and I kept everybody within six, uh, he, six bucks. Daniel literally unwraps that and had it hung up within like 10 minutes. He absolutely loves it. Yeah, well, Debbie and I hit a home run on that then you did you did here we are we're in we're in the book of of, uh proverbs chapter 11 verse number four and uh, as we cruise along in in this book my book is made out of paper you know i just want to point that out my bible here uh fine grade paper but it says rich (laughs) you knew i was going to come back with something about that i'd be smelling that book all the time yeah but uh riches but you really can't smell because there's more farting per square foot in the West Coast than probably in any house in America. Thank I you. Mean, I appreciate that. Those, yeah, those boys. So you, you could smell the book and not have a true smell going on. And, uh, yeah, anyway, I just wanted to say, and, and probably Thank the best smell belongs to uh, King Thor. You know, I was playing with Ew. King Thor one time yeah. downstairs, and he let a secret agent out. You didn't hear it. His <laughs> facial expression didn't change. You know, he was just rubbing up against me, and he cleared the room, you know. But anyway, here we are. We're moving along from that point. Uh, and I, I even took the blame. I felt good about it. I mean, if I could do something like that, I'd be very proud. But anyway, it, it was oh, Thor. But here's a verse number four. It says, Riches profit not in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivereth from death. And uh, it's talking here, you know, these riches, they don't profit us in that day of wrath. And, uh, you know, there's, what's the benefit of riches is kind of what this is talking about. And earthly wealth, I think Stephanie said that a few minutes ago, uh, earthly wealth doesn't matter at the end of your life. 
and it it just doesn't matter that you're rich. You you know, uh, I think Billy Graham famously said in a book he wrote in the 1950s, you don't see a U-Haul behind a hearse. That's Uh, right. uh, You can't take anything with you. And, and somehow, but being right, being upright, this righteousness idea, uh, you get to take that with you. Uh, Mm. You know, with the people you led to the Lord, the people you put joy into, the lives you've changed. And I don't know, Stephanie, you're looking at that verse. It's kind of a complex verse. It's more complex than it seems. But what what comes to your mind? Well, I think the whole idea that um, we we are laying up treasures in heaven while we're here on earth or we're living for the here and now where Ross and Moth rust and moths corrupt and thieves break through and steal. And I can't speak either. It's all right. Yeah. My tongue's been tangled all morning. It's been really bad. Um, But the idea that, you know, Jesus talked about this in the Sermon on the Mount, that when we get, when we get to heaven as Christians, we're going to find out real quick where we were laying our treasures up. And for the lost, it's even it's even more of a heartbreak because they have nothing. They don't have heaven. They don't. Have, this is all they have. Yeah. And so the, the, it's very sobering. But the idea of for us as Christians, you can still choose to be a wicked person. I mean, you will grieve the spirit of God. You will break the heart of God. He died for you, but you're living for yourself, for your own pride and praise. But you can choose to be a wicked person. Yeah. And you have nothing. When you die, your expectations die. You have no hope. Okay. You have the, you, you may go to heaven, but here you are expecting all of this great wealth and you have nothing. Because, like you said, there is no, there is no trailer that goes behind the hearst. And, yeah. and I thought about that a lot. You can't buy a longer life. There's only one way no. to get a longer no. life, and that's God you know, make some promises uh, being right with our parents or God, you know, Hezekiah prayed for, for what, 15 more years and got him. And he turned out to be a knucklehead, but I, he was good in the beginning, but you know, you can't buy it. Queen Victoria, she, uh, you know, she was being administered to and dying and they told her you're dying. And she said, everything I own for one more day. And she died. Yeah. Last yeah. word she well, said. Yeah. Well, and she was a narcissist on steroids too. If you read yeah. their chart, yeah. but I, well, and I, I, th- I think about this a lot more now since Charles died, obviously, um, because Charles had chosen to lay up treasures in heaven and he didn't die wealthy. But when but he has more treasures laid up in heaven, I mean, there have been because of his death. People have been saved that he never, ever, ever would have interacted with in his life, but that his influence, his testimony, his faithfulness, his martyrdom have influenced in his death and brought to salvation. And so, yeah, when, when who, a, a righteous person may not die with a lot of earthly goods, he may not die with, you know, millions in the bank, but if he dies and goes to heaven and he has fruit, he has those stars in his crown because of souls he brought to Jesus. That's what makes you a truly rich man. And when, you know, we have the, we have the opposite here of what happens when you have a wicked person who has nothing. And so it's, it's very something that every person at some point today, wherever you are, needs to think about because it's life changing. Yeah, I agree. And, 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 you know, this really, again, 
you know, what does our life do? And, and, you know, what she had said about Charles, um, you know, uh, though he is dead, he yet speaketh. I mean, having that type of life, that type of relationship with God where, you know, people are using your name in a country where you were martyred and killed. The people are using your name in South America, Central America. People are using your name throughout the world, probably four or five continents. And, you know, people preach messages around the globe. Uh, and, and, you know, Stephanie does what she can to propagate the ministry and what Charles has done. But, you know, Charles would have none of this if he chose to, to live a life outside of God, if he chose to live a life where of just getting rich and, and not, uh, serving God. So that's a really good example. Righteousness delivereth. Uh, it's, it's the one that delivers from death. It's the one that lets you, your spirit live on and, and people's lives and, and those tasks. And in this next verse, I think really takes it to another level too, Stephanie here in verse number five, it says the righteousness of the perfect shall direct his way, but the wicked shall fall by his own wickedness. So again, it's, it's contrast in this right and wrong again. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's contrasting, you know, there's a right side of this and then there's a wrong side. So it takes right and, uh, you know, makes it godly. It makes it standing upright. It makes it personal. It makes it the way we should live. Then it takes it wicked. It makes it bad. I mean, what are you thinking of, uh, uh verse number five there? Well, I mean, you have the, to me, this God made Proverbs very easy <laughs> to understand. And again, I think of verse three, um, I jumped ahead, didn't I? I? I was jumping down to seven. My brain. Um, I'll blame it on all the sugar I've eaten in the last two weeks. Um, but verse five, you know, I, it takes me back to verse three, that whole idea of a path, that whole idea of being guided. Um, guide is the word used in verse three. Direct is the word used here in verse five. But the idea that when we make the choice, because it is a choice, to be to be someone with integrity is a choice, that the... the, the um, the fact of being someone who can be qualified, okay, we're righteous in Christ, but I think verse 5 when it says the righteousness of the perfect, this is referring to you've made the choice to take Jesus in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory, you're allowing him to flow through you. So you're not just, you. it's not just a fact of being righteous because Christ has saved you and has clothed you in your righteousness, but this is the idea of you're living a righteous life. You're known as someone who is living a righteous life that defines who you are. It's not a hypocrisy thing. It literally defines who you are. It is your makeup. It's it's like a part of your DNA, so to speak. And God's saying here, when when that's the life, you make the choice. I'm on this path. God it, it God is going to make it a domino effect, so to speak, um, where each choice you make that's righteous that's empowered by the Holy Spirit to live a life that's pleasing to the Lord as he guides and directs you, it becomes a domino effect. And I think this all has to do also with, um, is it in Corinthians where, where Paul talks about that there is no temptation taken us, but such as is common to man, but God is faithful. Yeah. And that way of escape. And every time you choose to take that way of escape, every time you choose to make his word a lamp to your feet and a light to your path, it becomes a, you know, a subsequent because God blesses those who are honoring him and pleasing him and seeking to glorify him. 
he'll keep directing you that that path he gives you more light more guidance and it becomes this if i can use the term domino effect and that's what i see here and then i see the contrast yeah that who's choosing to live this life of wickedness they're going to fall by it it's going to become their own destruction and we see that throughout proverbs and so this verse is a verse of comfort and a verse of hope to be quite honest because God, again, he lays how we, you know, Jesus called it the broad way that leads to death and destruction versus the near way that leads to life and love and happiness and fullness in Jesus Christ. And we have these two paths again in this verse laid out before us. Yeah. Um, so it's very plain and plain and easy to understand from that perspective. No, I think so. And And again, you know, it's saying, listen, if you're blameless, if you're doing things right, if you're going down the right road, it takes care of itself. You know, God's directing your path. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to worry about it. But then sadly, it's saying the same about the wicked. God doesn't yeah. have to intervene. You're, you're going to fall on your own. You're going to mess up on your own is what the Bible's saying. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so you got two options again. And again, it's bad or wrong. It's light or dark. I mean, it really comes down to that. You know, do you live a life in darkness? Do you live under God's light? I mean, it, it's really coming to this. And it, it's, again, are we going to do things that are right? Or are we going to do things that are wrong? I, I listen to a podcast sometimes or a preacher, Tony Evans, down there, and he's, he's so clear about that. You know, it's just like there's right or there's wrong, you know. And he's always telling his people, you know better, and, uh, and we know better. You know, and, and so we've got a responsibility and I, I think I want to end here, but I want to have Stephanie maybe sing a verse of one of our songs, any of our songs you want to sing, maybe just sing a verse of any of our songs that, you know, and, and I'm, I'm hitting her hard because we didn't talk about this before the podcast, but she remembers yeah. a few of them. Yeah. She's good at it. And, uh, yeah. but anyway, again, here we are walking away with this idea in this podcast today that, um, you know, you don't take your riches with you. Uh, you know, riches are not always, it's not a bad thing to have a lot of money. It's a bad thing to place your riches, uh, above the spiritual riches and, uh, boy, uh, you know, spiritually rich is where it's at. We talked about Charles being spiritually rich and today people are still using his testimony to see folks saved. And then that second verse is, you know, the righteous person, that blameless person, it's, you know, that's going to be directed properly. It's, they take care of their own, they're going down the right road, but that wicked person's falling. And so trust God, be that righteous person. So what do you have for us, Stephanie? What are you thinking about for a verse you want to sing? And, and honestly, I won't even just hold it to our own songs. Just, just a verse that's copy, not copyrighted, protected, unless we get the copyright on it. <laughs> well, I'm actually going to do, um, as we are going into this new year and I think about this verse, um, I was just thinking of the chorus of fear not my child. So I think that's what I'm going to sing. Fear not my child. I've walked the path you're walking. Fear not my child. I'll carry you along. Fear not, my child, and trust in me, eternal. Your faith's reward, your comfort, and your song. Fear not, my child. Folks, you can find that on this CD, Steadfast in Trials, out there. Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever CDs can be downloaded, it's out there. Go download that CD or our second CD. What do we name our second CD is uh, God Meant It for Good. 
Yeah. So grab those CDs. Download one today. But uh, we sure do love you. Make sure you listen to every word old brother Eric has to say. Old brother Eric. I'm not picking on brother Eric. He's younger than I am. But listen to everything brother Eric has to say. He's going to clearly point to the gospel message of the Bible. And he wants to share that with you. And we want you to hear that. We want to know for sure. We want you to know for sure that you know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. Hey, find us out there and help the wounded spirits. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.